welcome back to another episode of the Hoodie and the Headband Podcast Show. Yes, sir, we are back with another episode, man. I'm your co-host, Bryce Warner. And I'm your co-host, Tariq McDowell. Tariq, you alright over there, bro? Yeah, my hair look crazy. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm fucking exhausted. Long day. These kids, they be having a motherfucking moving around. And I'm getting up there. I know people are like, oh my god, you only twenty three. I hate that shit. Don't even say it, cause I'll I'll get off. I'll I'll log off. You get to the gym. You need to. It's not that. It's not that, bro. I can go to the gym every day, and my body's still gonna hurt. I played yeah. I played a sport. I played sports my entire life growing up without stretching. I had injuries when I was young. Like stretching was never a thing to me. I was like, I'm good. I'm young. I don't need to stretch. Like. Unless I played organized basketball and they made us stretch, I didn't stretch. There was no reason for me to. I was 12. What am I stretched for? And now, that shit bite me in the ass. Now? Mm-hmm. At the right, at the age of 23. Exactly. Now I move around, not expecting to move as much as I'm running. I'm running around like the whole park over and over and over. My fucking back hurt. I'm like, damn, I'm fucking tired. Like. Shit get to you, bro. And motherfuckers be like, you only 23. Say that shit again. I'm fucking the shit out of you. <laughs> I hate when people do, you're only 23. You don't know what we feel. I don't give a fuck what you feel like. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about what my back feels like, what my knees feel like, what my ankles feel like. You don't know what my body feel like. That shit really, like, that shit really just gets on my nerves when people do that. Because I know you know what I'm talking about. Like, if you complain about anything, to an old head about your body. Boy, you young. Boy, you Boy, young. You, you don't know nothing Boy, you about got, your got You got good. Boy, you young. When you should you be When I was your age, we used to run, we used to run one game, sun up to sundown. I ain't even tired. I ain't even break a sweat. You ain't even break a sweat. In the Cap. summer? Cap. What? Cap. Man, we used to play. Man, we used to come this. We used to come this. This court. One game, sun up to sundown. Cap. In the summer. When it's hot. Cap. Oh, that was a gallon of water. But yeah, those were the um, dark days, my boys. Hate that shit. Um, you, you need invest. You got a massage gun. You need to invest in one of those. If we don't. I do need the massager. I do need the massage. I do need to invest in one of those. I was about to say I do need to massage in one of those. I do need to invest in one. <laughs> I do. Need, I do need to invest in one of those because, yeah, my body be yeah. in pain. So and these days be long sometimes. Today was an early early day, so it was like ten hours out that mm, motherfucker, bro. Okay. Just. Long day, bro. But can't complain. Making money, getting paid to do it. Um, I'm alive, so we good. I How about you, bro? Being alive. I'm good, man. I can't complain. Just got back from the city, bro. Spent some time with my girl. Shout out my girl, Carolyn, man. Spent some time with her Valentine's you Day. Said the name on the pod. Different. <laughs> Different. Dog. Anyways, spent some time with my girl. We had a good time this weekend. Um. Did all of my favorite things. Now that I think about it. We went thrifting. We got sushi. We went to go to a basketball game. Yeah, those are, like I those said. Are three favorite things? Our favorite things. You said my three favorite things. No, I said we got to do all of our favorite things. Sushi is your favorite thing? Our thing is sushi, bro. Like, I I'm bet you Jordan got something. I'm saying. I'm just asking. I, bet, I'm just asking. I like sushi, yes. 
I ain't never heard you talk about sushi. I'm getting better with my sushi. chopstick handles. Yes. I ain't never heard you talk about sushi, so I was just asking. You hear me talk about a lot. You mean by what? Anyways, moving on. Just got back from the city, man. Enjoyed my time in New York. My second home. Needed my first home, but um, but we working on it. But um, but yeah, man. Can't complain about much, man. Um, if you tune in or not tune in, if you 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 follow me, you see that I went to the garden this weekend. We gonna talk about that a little later. Um, well, I wasn't that this weekend. I was just literally Monday. <laughs> I wasn't this weekend. That's crazy. I was Monday. But yeah, um. But yeah, I went to the garden, uh, got to see the new look Nets, and see Ben Simmons ride a Peloton <laughs> for the, for three quarters. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, let's get into it, though. Uh, I'm good, though. Back to it. Back to the grind. Back to reality. I got one question for you about Ben. Just one. And then we What's can up? move on because we're What's not up? doing the hood discourse. Did you watch the game against Philly? The game against Philly, the previous game against Philly. Like the the most recent game Saturday, against Philly. Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, did you, yeah. You watched that game? Did you think he played well in that game? Sigh. How many did you go back and watch? Zai. I don't know. Maybe because I was more so tuned in and was watching, like, everybody else. Like, the new guys on the team. Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie. New additions. And how close the Nets were to winning that game. Took some BS at the end with Joel and B. Again, every dog on foul call he wants. No, yeah, baby foul, little foul calls, man. Man, baby foul calls, bro. It'd be baby foul calls to be giving that man, bro. He'd be crying. Stop but, um, but yeah, we almost won that one. Mikael um, Bridges might be my new favorite net. But uh, but we'll get into that later. So let's get into you know, yeah, Battle of the Giants. Giant top. Giant. <laughs> We had that's, a battle. That's the, the recap. Uh, that's the recap. Honestly, right yo, yeah, Giant, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, two two of the bigger uh better teams in the in women's college basketball in the SEC. We had number one South Carolina against number three LSU this weekend in South Carolina. Uh my brother was at the game. Hey yo, Dre. Hey Dre, come here real quick, bro. His door's closed. I'm gonna have to call him. Different. Hey, come in the room real quick. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come come in the room real quick. All right, so we get got my brother coming on the show. Say what's up to the people, Andre. Yeah, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> All right, so my brother was in, in attendance for LSU, USC. You want to come to the camera? No, nah, you want to come to the camera? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so little, little Dre was in, the, in attendance, man. Um, 
which I'm gonna call it. What was I about to say? Um, sold out game. He was there, him and his homies. Um, shout out video for Raven Johnson. You know, yeah, check that on his Instagram at. What's your Instagram? Shout, shout your Instagram out. Andre dot Warner underscore A N D R E dot W A R N E R underscore. You hear it? Type in one A A. He up and coming. Real talk. Behind the camera, Dre visuals, man. You hear? Anyways, man. Um. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, but uh, but not for real though. Um. So give us your thoughts, uh, your reaction to the game, and just your experience being in Colonial Life Arena on Sunday. It was, it was a movie. Like everything was lit. I was in the student section. Oh, speak a little more. I said, it was, it was, it was lit. I was in the student section. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to witness like a big college game because I've been to a college game before, but like a big sold out college game. It was like it was crazy. Yeah, ESPN was there. Yep. Yeah. That's all you had to say? Yeah. All right. We'll uh, that question. So, so, uh, whatchamacallit, how, how do you describe the atmosphere, you know, being that South Carolina is one of the, is the number one team and they have one of the bigger fan bases in all of college, college sports? Elaborate more on, like, the atmosphere part, like. Like, how did you feel being in the in the arena oh, with the felt, team and everything, like, and like, how, like, it was as like, they called the fam. Yeah, you know. No, I really felt part of the felt like a part of the basketball team. Like how they cheered on each other, how they like, just the way they moved and act. Okay. Towards the to their players and how the players reacted to their crowd when they was getting hyped and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts about the game in general? You know, seeing a matchup, like seeing Andrew Reese against Aaliyah Boston or seeing, like, just seeing the people that we see on TV all the time in person. Listen, man, my brother is a man of few words, as you hear. <laughs> But it was good to get his perspective on how he viewed the game and how things were from the inside rather than from us who watched it at home. Um, oh, how was it working with Raven Johnson? Oh, it was fun. She was cool. That's my friend now. Okay. So, yeah. Hopefully, I get more get more in touch with them more, do some more things with them. Yeah, yeah. Just keep branching out and working with them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like you hear, you know, my brother, up and coming photographer, videographer, um, content man, you know. Y'all be on the lookout. Dre Visuals. Thank you. Thank you for appearing on the show, man. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so Lil Dre was at the game. Um, There's a lot of people were. It was a sold out game, as you mentioned. 18,000. Yeah, man, eighteen thousand, bro. That's crazy. But um, let's get into it though. Give our breakdown. So, start the game. Carolina started on ten off the tip. Lay. I was like, oh, they set the stage. They set the the tone early, bro. Set the tone early. Foot on a next. 
And it didn't let up. They let the game wire to wire. Uh, injuries got in foul trouble real early. Real early. And that really yeah. was, you know, a point of... Uh, what's my call? That was just something that affected them the whole game. You know, they had to look for others for for offense just for things to get going. Um, shout out to... I mean, let me make sure I got a name right. Alexis Morris, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tough. Cooking. Was really giving giving LSU their offense all game, but um, South Carolina just came through and just locked things up, bro. Like, Rebuild. was laughing, bro. Like smiling, like yeah. I was like, oh, I had to rewind that joint back. I was like, no. Nah. She is in her grill. She is staying up. Rebuild is one of the better defenders in 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 the nation, bro. And like. I know there really hasn't been talks or there's been doubts about her making it to the league. She should definitely make it to the league off her defense all alone. She's going to make it to the league. Off the defense all alone. If she's locking up in training camp, how can you say, oh, no, she can't make the league? I don't care. Exactly, and bro. you can't even say, oh, she's not a shooter. She makes shots when it's time to make a shot. Yeah. She may only take two. She's going to make at least she one gonna of them. She's going to make one of them. Might make both. She made two last game. Yeah. So yeah, she made a couple. Yeah, when you need Bree Bill to hit one, she's gonna hit one. I'm telling yeah. you. I think South Carolina is really one of the better constructed teams in the nation for sure. I mean, they gotta be the best constructed. They gotta be the best constructed. I mean, Stanford, yeah. Stanford's close depth wise, mm-hmm. but Dawn fully trusts her team one one to at least ten at the very yes. least ten. Yeah, I don't think Stanford trusts their team one to ten. Probably like one no. to eight or nine. Yeah. One to eight or nine. She can do, but you get to that tenth player, and it's like ah. And I'm not saying there's no drop off when you get to the player ten for South Carolina, but player ten has been playing against Aaliyah Boston, Camila Cardoso, Zaya Cook, Bree Bill, Raven Johnson, uh, Kier Fletcher. So they're ready. So they step yeah. in like there's no like all right. Well, we playing against the best players in the country. When we play y'all, y'all not better than them. So we just treat it like we playing against. Somebody that's not better than who we practice against every day. So exactly, why can't we compete with y'all? Oh yeah, we can. That's how you gotta look at it. That's There's exactly a, what it is. Which is a stark difference, a stark contrast to UConn. Because mm-hmm. there's, I mean, granted, like three of the players that would play are hurt, and then they were short on like, like players, and to begin with, but even when he really had like 10, 12 players. He he would only play like seven deep, maybe eight. So that's something that he got to look at and be like, all right, well, I don't have to just go get top-end talent. I got to bring in top-end talent after that, that to play behind them so that they can all get better as the time goes on. And he hasn't yeah. done that, I say, in the last two, three years. He hasn't done that. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah. brought in AZ Fudd, but that's just the one player that you bring in after that. And he didn't really trust Caroline until Paige got hurt. So, and who's to say that Lou Lopez Seneschal would have really gotten minutes this year if AZ and Paige wasn't hurt? Because they wasn't expected much. They was expecting her just to come in, and if they needed her, they need her. Turns out they really need her this year. But she wouldn't have got that many minutes. She'd have played like fifteen. Maker for them. She might have played like fifteen minutes a game, and might have played like fifteen minutes a game because you know how you play Paige. You know how you would have played AZ. Nika got to play. Aubrey uh, Edwards got or not Aubrey. Aubrey uh, Griffin got to play. 
Dorka got to play. Aaliyah Edwards got to play. Caroline got to play. So that's when you're like, all right, well, we're playing six, seven, eight deep. What's going on? Like, yeah. Ayanna Patterson doesn't look as ready as the freshman for South Carolina's post players group. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the difference between trusting your players and putting them in them situations and not trusting them and only putting them in this situation when you absolutely have to because someone's got four fouls or someone's about to foul out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like looking at Carolina's squad and just looking at the players that they have, like the young players that they have that are working their way up, playing behind, you know, the star players, the Aaliyah Bostons and the Zy Cusby Bills that are all about to graduate this year. Mm-hmm. That next, like you look at <clears throat> their team and you look at who's going to be there next year. It's no drop-off. It, there's no drop off. <clears throat> no drop off. Like we really might be in for the next like women's basketball dynasty or whatever. You know, I mean, they've been to the four Cardoso? to look. They won two chips and they won two chips in five years, right? Two chips in five years, and was in the four. What? They were in the national championship the game the year before that, right? Or was that the final four? When when uh, Stanford won it, they, when they four. lost to Stanford, that was the final four. Final four, um, twenty twenty year, COVID year, they had a shot. Then they were unanimous number one in the AP poll. So yeah, and then you see the team this year; they're undefeated up until this point, or yeah, they're undefeated up until this point, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't look like they're gonna have any drop off anytime soon, or anybody's gonna come close to beating them anytime soon. They really have. The best team in the nation. Yeah. The only way you can beat this team is you need your star player to absolutely cook, like Paige when they played in Connecticut, um, Haley Jones when they played in the Final Four, and you need foul trouble. Because Aaliyah gets your best player in foul trouble or your best post player in foul trouble, and then Cardoso comes in, and she gets fouled twice. And then... I mean, here comes in, and she gets fouled twice. Now your post players all got three fouls, and they only got one. Your post players, as as difficult as it is to score on them, you got to find ways to find mismatches in the defense and have them draw fouls as well. Because if they come off the court, then how do they play with no Cardoso, no Aaliyah Boston? They're still going to find a way, but it's going to take them time to adjust to having to yeah. find a way to play without yeah. them. And that's so, exactly what happened in this LSU game. Andrew Reed yeah. got foul, foul trouble. Yeah. What happened after that? <laughs> I, I would say, though, I was disappointed in LSU because, as everyone has said all year, like, they haven't played nobody. This is the first rank, or they've only played one ranked game before this, and I think it was – I don't even remember who it was. It was, like, early in the season, I think. Um, and you can't get ready for a Final Four run or to play – a team like South Carolina without playing real teams. And I'm not saying that the teams they played are terrible, but when you look at who you're going to need to beat to get to a Final Four, to get to a national championship, you got to play a lot of teams so you can measure yourself and be like, all right, this is what we need to be. This is where we're at right now. This is where we need to be. This is what we need to do to get there. LSU didn't know that they didn't need, they needed this to get there until now, and they're 25 games into the season. So, now it's like, all right, we got to go back to the drawing board. But the season almost over. You about to have conference. You about to have the conference tournament. And you got to play them again, most likely. 
if you can yeah. get through the rest of the SEC, you're going to play them again. And you're probably playing in South Carolina again because they just beat y'all. So you're going to have to yeah. go there again, see if you can beat them. And then if you really want to, if you want to win a championship, you're probably going to have to go through them again. Yeah, that's so, what I was about to ask. I was going to ask, um, what do you think LSU changes when they meet South Carolina again, say in the SEC tournament? The the problem for them, for me, early was their lack of energy, their mm, lack of yeah. intensity. When you play South Carolina, you cannot play without intensity because you're going to get ran off the floor. You can't. There's just no way that you can yeah. match up with them if you don't bring the same energy and intensity they do. UConn, as many players as we were short, all them brought everything they had. And that's what you got to do for a team like South Carolina. You got to bring everything that you have. If you don't, you're going to get one, you're going to get blown off the floor by 24. And it's supposed to be a one and three match, a battle of undefeated. And you look like you was a 25 ranked team. Like there have been teams that have had less talent that have played them better because they played their highest effort game, highest energy game, highest intensity game. They still lost. But South Carolina's been down at half a few times. They've struggled with some teams in the SEC. They haven't won. They haven't been blowing out teams, like, every game. Like, they've blown out teams, yes. But they haven't blown out a team every game. That's because people know, like, other teams know what you got to bring. LSU did it because they haven't played nobody. Like, the best team they played in the last month or so was Tennessee. And Tennessee hasn't even been playing that well this year. So, you got to look at – you got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, all right, if we play them again, we can't have no fear – about what can happen. You can't have no fear about going into the paint. And you can't have no fear about shooting your shot. Because so many of them were timid, didn't shoot, were just dribbling too much. 55, I'm sorry, I don't know her name off the top of my head. 55 was just dribbling the whole game. And Bree Bill was just following her. Like, you're just dribbling. You're not looking at anybody. You're trying to go by her, but you're not making a move to go by her. You're just making moves. And staying in the same spot or going left and right. That is my biggest pet peeve with ball handlers is when you go left and right and not north-south because you're not getting – nothing happens if you're going left and right. You're not going anywhere. The, yep. All they got to do is slide their feet and they're still right there. If you're going north, then they got to back up. If you're going south, they got to come towards you and then that gives you another chance to go by them. She wasn't doing any of that. And Alexis Morris, yeah, she played well in the first half. She shot 11 to 29 from the field. Angel Reese got locked up by Aaliyah Boston. She got to look at herself in the mirror and be like, all right, what can I do better the next time we play them? She only had four rebounds. This is the first game this season that she didn't have double-digit rebounds. First game. She got to look at herself in the mirror and be like, all right, the next time I play them, I have to play differently. I can't just assume that I'm going to be able to back them down and bully through them. Okay, maybe let me try to finesse it a little bit. And then when they get used to the finesse, then I hit him with a spin move. All right, then when I hit him with the spin move, they're waiting on that. Then that's when you put your shoulder into him. You got to vary, you got to change it up. You can't do the same stuff because South Carolina is always going to be scouting. They always know what you're going to do. They're not going to be surprised by anything that you do. So you got to try to mix it up and try to surprise them as much as you can because with certain teams, you've played them already. So you know what they do. Kim Mulkey's played the same system since. Baylor, so everybody knows what she's going to do with her team. And Angel Reese is a left-handed player, so you know she's going to try to go left. And she's going to try to post up because she's not a great shooter. And if you force her to shoot, then you're winning the matchup. So she's got to get to the paint, and there's Cardoso, who's 6'7". And then you got 
Aaliyah Boston in there who's six four and a a beast in the paint that you're not gonna get by easily. So she gonna have to look in the mirror and be like, All right, what do I need to do better to be able to, to help my team win? Because even if she had a good game, they probably still don't win. But I think this was a this was a big game for the role players. Like Alexis yeah. Morris know what she can do. Flaw J. Johnson was in foul trouble, so she didn't really get to be on the court for this. But she needed to be on the court to see what it was really like. Like, all right, this is what I need to do better. This is what it's like. This is the energy that I need to bring. This is the intensity I need to bring. And LSU didn't – they just didn't know what it, they were supposed to do. They was out there like, oh, last year we was we was not – we wasn't in this position. Now this year we're 23-0, and 0, but we have only played one ranked team. And the game that we played against Tennessee was at home. So it's like, what are you expecting? They don't know what to expect. They're just going out like, all right, we're about to go out. We're about to play a game. It's a big game. And then they got out there, and it was a way bigger game than they expected. And that has to do with scheduling. I hundred like if they played three ranked teams this year, they would be they'd been way more prepared for this game. I'm not saying they weren't prepared from an X's and O standpoint. They just weren't ready from a mental and physical point. I I firmly believe that because you could tell in the first five minutes that South Carolina was was trying to test them. Like, all right, how far are they willing to go to win this game? And it didn't take them long to be like, oh, they don't want none of this. They can't hang with us. It didn't oh, take them long at all. Oh, it didn't take them long at all. If you got to call a timeout in the first three minutes, yeah, not a good sign. Not at all. Not a good sign. Not at all. Because all it does is get the crowd hyped that you had to call the timeout. It gets the players more confident when they go to the huddle. But, oh, right. they oh, calling the timeout. They calling the timeout. It's only been two minutes and 54 seconds off the clock. They already called the timeout. They can't fuck with us. And it's over. It's already over. Unless you got some real game change on the other side. Not saying injury isn't. But unless you got a real game change on the other side, that's like, all right, we took they we took they punch. Now let's punch back. Like South Carolina. South Carolina can go down and be like, hey, we ain't worried about this. We're going to punch back, and we're going to see what they do when we come back with our counterpunch. LSU yeah. didn't have a counterpunch at all. Didn't have a counterpunch. South Carolina's just that good, man. They're just that good. They're number one for a reason. They've been number one. Yeah. Um, they are. They've been number one, what, since what? Last oh. season, two seasons ago? No, yeah. last season, because they lost it, and then, whatchamacallit, yeah. Stanford was number one for a while, and then they got yeah. it back. Yeah. But they've been number one since last season, and yeah. they haven't lost they a won. game since last season. They won 30 and straight games. That's insane. Because they lost but, to Kentucky uh, in, the conference champion, in the conference tournament. And then obviously yeah. they won the the national championship last year, national so they won the, year, they won their last seven on the way, and then the twenty three this season or twenty four this season now, so thirty one straight. Thirty one straight. It's crazy. They shot fifty seven percent and had ten blocks. They out rebounded them forty three to twenty five. They had fourteen offensive rebounds. So they did the same thing they did to UConn pretty much, but UConn played better. Than LSU, and this is why a lot of fans were mad that LSU was continuing to be ranked over teams like Indiana, and Stanford, and UConn. It's like, okay, these teams are losing because they're playing good teams, they're playing ranked teams in their conference, they're playing ranked teams out of conference. Stanford played South Carolina, uh, UConn played South Carolina, UConn played Tennessee, UConn played Notre Dame, UConn played, did they play Duke? 
there was another ACC team they played, but I can't remember off the top of my head. NC State. They played NC State and won those games early in the season because you needed to see, all right, this is what we need to do better. All right, we played this team in Elite Eight last year. Paige was the reason that we won that game because she went crazy. All right, let's see if we can beat them without it. Obviously, they're not the same team as last year, but it's basically the same team. You took off Q-Name, and, but other than that, it's pretty much the same team, and you added Sanaya Rivers. So it's basically the same team, and they were able to beat them. So that's a good win. Like, Stanford has good wins. Stanford's playing Utah, playing Washington State, playing Arizona, playing uh, Oregon, playing teams every week that are going to be in the tournament and are going to make noise in the tournament, that are going to get wins in the tournament. LSU's not playing teams every week, hasn't played teams every week that are getting wins in the tournament. That's the big difference. And that's why people were upset that they kept getting ranked high just because they were undefeated, but they hadn't played anybody. So they're like, if they play this team, would they beat them? Probably not. But we don't know that yet because they haven't played them. So we're just going to have to see in the tournament. Definitely, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I think I have something else to say about Carolina, but I feel like it would have been redundant. So, um, so yeah, Carolina remains unbeaten, remains on top. They are a team to beat. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what else we got, women's basketball-wise? Maddie Seagrist. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Seagrist. Sorry. Maddie Seagrist. I don't know why I said Seagrist. 50 ball. 50 points, 10 rebounds. 50. You want to know she shot from the floor? What she shot? Give me a guess. Give you a guess. All right, so she had 50, so I mean she had at least take 20 shots, right? So I think she let's see. She probably went like she probably went like 19-26. I think she was 20 and 26. Off the top of the 20 or 26. Okay. She shot wow. 76% from the field. Damn. 50 piece. 76% from the field is crazy. Mm. It is crazy. And mm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, she needs to be a top five pick in this draft because she will be a game changer for whoever takes her. I'm telling you. I'm telling y'all. I told y'all this a couple of weeks ago. I said it on. 70%? Crazy. Bro. She's tough. She is Damn. tough. And she is firmly in the National Player of the Year conversation. I didn't see her name in some of these, and that's a little disrespectful that she's not in the conversation. Um, And especially after this game, there's no way you don't put her in that conversation. 50! If Caitlin Clark had scored 50, you'd have seen it everywhere. 50! You'd have seen it everywhere. But since she played at Villanova, they were like, eh, Madison Griffith scored 50. 50! On 70... Wait, what what was it? 70 what? 76. 76! 50 on 76! What? Different. No! What? Different. 50! 50! <laughs> oh, 76% shooting! I'm oh, sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I just, I just love high-scoring games that are high-efficiency, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. Besides Jalen Brush is scoring 40 on, on 70% from the field. <laughs> yes. 71%, bro. I was sick. That boy barely missed shots. I was 
was in MSG sick as hell. He was really cooking up. <laughs> I think we've scored three points in this whole quarter. Oh, yeah. Nets and um, Heat. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about UConn. Oh, okay. We playing Creighton. We was up three at the half. All right, Nick and Mule just hit an and one. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Lou. Um, we were up 34-31. It is now 44-34. to And we just added two with the and one. So, 44-36 to with the free throw incoming. That's yeah. And there's two minutes left in the third quarter. That's bad. It's a bad quarter. Um, but Creighton is a good team. So, I'm not going to yeah. pretend like Creighton's not a good team because Creighton knocked out uh, Iowa last year. Yeah. Gave gave South Carolina a run for their money. It was if they had hit like two or three more threes, they'd have really been like, whoa, 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 whoa. They'd have started. Oh, no. They'd be like, all right, chill out. Let's go back to Creighton. What are you, what are you doing? Where's Creighton? Somewhere in the Big East. <laughs> I, I feel always, like it. No. I no. I, 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 I'm going to guess. I think it's Indiana. Iowa. I know it's like Midwest. I, I can't remember though because Doug McDermott went there and I don't remember him being from Iowa. But they made it seem like he was like a hometown kid. Well, his dad coached the team, so. And I feel like I look this up all the time and I'm like, oh yeah. Creighton University, Nebraska. I was way off. Duh. Because they play Nebraska every year. Gosh. That was, I was way off. And they definitely don't. They're definitely not in Iowa. I'm tripping. I thought Iowa. That's considered Big crazy. East? Nebraska? Should be Big Ten. But I guess because it's a smaller school, yeah. Big East. It's not considered a Power Five school. Crane's a mid-major. Well, Creighton was a mid-major at one point, I'm pretty sure. They moved yeah. into the They moved into the Big East. I don't. Uh, they might have always been the Big East, but I feel like they was a mid-major and then moved in. Because like the Paul, is, I don't, isn't I don't the Paul Big East too, or am I tripping? Yeah, but I don't think and they don't were think, a mid major, right? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Doug McDermott was playing in the Big East, or was he? Am I, I tripping? don't think he was either, though, because they did a lot of like they did a lot of conference switching around. I could be tripping, man. What a sleep like is when you need it, man. They 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 know all of this. <laughs> I feel like I'm tripping though. Uh, shout out to the sleeper shop on Pussy Media. Um. The guys, the squad, familiar. Good content by everybody on the roster. Anyways, um, anything else women's basketball related? Yes. Um, UConn needs some help. Like, right now. Like, Caroline came, is, is back tonight, so that's a good sign. Um, so they'll at least play seven deep now, maybe. Or I guess six, because they ain't really been playing nobody off the bench. Um, so at least somebody will come off the bench and get it. 15, 20 minutes. Um, hopefully she can stay healthy and hopefully there's no, um, you know, symptoms of her concussion still underlying and she's um, able to be healthy and, and live her life the best. Uh, I'd rather her be able to live her life to the best capability than her to be out here playing basketball and, you know, doing her thing for us. Um, but they're just not going to be able to keep this up for another two months to a final four run like that. I feel like that's just, that's too much to ask five players to just play 35 plus minutes every night 
and expect them to keep that same energy, same effort, same intensity every single game against every team's best team, best shot because you are UConn still. Like, you may not be the best team in the country, but, oh, we're playing UConn tonight. This is the biggest game of our season. Like, no matter what team, no matter what program you're at, you play, if you play UConn, it's the biggest game of your season because that is a statement win. That is a win that, you, all right, we didn't win the championship this year, but we beat UConn. Like, hang the banner. <laughs> like, George, like, Georgetown, like, you don't think they got that up there, like, at the end of the season, like, oh, our accomplishments, we beat UConn. That's going to be up there. It's got to be. There's no way it's not going to be up there. I don't think it would be like that, but I think around tournament time, whenever they talk about notable wins, they'll, they'll talk about it. But... Georgetown is under 500. They're not making it. That's my point. Oh. Yeah, like, they're not making the tournament. I'm talking about the teams that are not making the tournament. Like, Trash like, teams that just happen. Obviously, to obviously, like, Notre Dame is not going to put it up there, but that's the biggest game in their season every year. Like, oh, we got to beat UConn. Like, we're going we're gonna to do our thing in the ACC, but we got to beat UConn. That's just – it's just facts. Well, you can't put that target on themselves being as good as they are. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, saying, yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm no, no, saying, no, yeah. It's just like when you play the Yankees. Like, everybody's going to give the Yankees their best shot. Everybody's going to give LeBron and the Lakers. Like, wherever LeBron is playing – you're getting your best shot, like the Warriors. Like, when you're the best team and when you're the biggest known, like the most popular team, most known team, like you're going to get everyone's best shot. That's just how it is. Yeah. And, or, and like, when you win against them, they don't, hey, you going to talk about it. They going to yeah. go ahead. Yeah. And for them, to, they've currently only been playing Nika, Aubrey, Aaliyah, Dorka, and Lou. Ayana Patterson plays when somebody's in foul trouble, and then they sometimes throw Amari DeBerry in there. Other than that, if no one's in foul trouble, he would play them the whole 40 minutes. Now, Caroline can spell pretty much any of them. Um, she can play one through four, so she can spell any of those players, and they can switch them out. But we need AZ Fudd not just for her scoring and her shooting, but we need her for the body. Like, we need more players. Like, when you get to the, like, they can beat South Carolina talent-wise. Talent-wise, they can beat them. They can beat Stanford talent-wise. They can beat Indiana talent-wise. But when you get to those teams, and those teams have players that can go to the bench, get a breather, and come back in, that makes it more difficult because you're playing the entire game and your energy as the game goes on wears down. It's just natural. It doesn't matter how many games you play. Doesn't matter how many minutes you play. Doesn't doesn't matter how much shape you're in. If you're playing forty minutes almost every single night, at some point your body is gonna just it's not gonna work the way that you want it to, or the way that your coach needs it to, because your body is physically like it's done. Like that's the reason they lost the game after South Carolina because they put so much energy into that game. The next game they couldn't. They physically and mentally could not put the same energy into that next game. They just couldn't. It's just. That's just how it works. Like, that's how the body works. That's how the mind works. Like, you put so much into one thing, and then the next day, once you finally get over that, or, like, even if you lose and, like, don't accomplish it, that next day, it's like, damn, I put so much energy into that. Now what do I do? Like, that next game, they're like, we're playing Georgetown? Like, what are we supposed to do with Georgetown? No disrespect to mm-hmm. Georgetown, but it's like, what are we supposed to do with that? Like, what does that mean? Like, we just played South Carolina as hard as we could. We lost because... 
you know, we were in foul trouble. And we couldn't, you know, there was a couple shots that we couldn't make. And some of our players retired. Like, that's just how it worked. Like, that's how it is. And they're not going to be able to make a run in the tournament. Like, obviously, they'll get to at least the Sweet 16. They're not losing before the Sweet 16. But once you get to that final 16, there are really good teams. And the round of 32 ain't going to be easy either because there's 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 32 really good teams in the in the in college basketball. And once you get to the Sweet 16, there's even better. That's teams like Duke, Notre Dame, um, fucking Villanova. Like obviously you play Villanova in the Big East already, but when you play when you gotta play a team that has Dang. multiple players that can that can play and then they have a bench that can come in and give more energy, how do you how do you combat that? I just don't know how you can I don't know how you can do it. I just don't I don't see how you can do it. I would love for it to happen as a fan. But I like watching games and watching them give as much as they can every single night and sometimes it's just not enough. There's no way they're gonna be able to do that when it comes to you gotta do a couple more games, then a conference tournament, then the March Madness. That's just too much to ask for five players and now six players to do. You gotta find a way for Ayanna Patterson to get in and give you valuable minutes. Just plus minutes. She doesn't have to be great. She doesn't have to give you eight points stepping on the court in five minutes. She just gotta be a positive player. Not come in and foul. They come in, contest shots, rebound, get back down the court. That's all you need her to do. If she can't do that, then that's on your development because she's been there for a year already. Like, she's been there since at least the summertime. And most of them come early. So she's been there. So that's on your development for not having her ready to play when it's time to play. So at a certain point, you can't say, oh, we don't have enough players. Like, you have five-star recruits sitting on the bench. You either you made the wrong decision in bringing them in, or you can't develop. That's just at the end of the day, that's just what it's about. Like you gotta you gotta trust your players to be able to make those to make small plays. They don't need to like women's college basketball and even men's college basketball. It's is such a small like there's such a small like window for a win or a loss. Like one rebound, one missed rebound, one missed shot causes you to lose a game. And a lot of times, you'll hear coaches, oh, we didn't lose because of one play. Sometimes you do in college basketball because there's only 40 minutes. There's less possessions. Some possessions are very important. If you have a possession where somebody gets five offensive rebounds and you get none and, and they end up scoring on that, if you got a rebound on the second offensive rebound and went down and scored, that's a two. That's a five-point swing right there. They hit a three on an offensive rebound instead of you getting two. Now they're up five, and you're trying to come back with players that are tired. It just, I don't know, man. I just margin don't, see, error, I just don't see it happen. The margin of error is so slim in college Really basketball. small. So small. Like, you could look at a box score, and you could see somebody with four points. The four points might have been the most important four points in the game, but you wouldn't know unless you watched the game. It's crazy. It's Because it, that doesn't happen in the NBA. Unless somebody comes in in the last couple of minutes of the fourth quarter and hits some shots and then goes back to the bench, Royce that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. But in college basketball, a player can come in off the bench, give three free throws, or make a make a good pass, or make a good or get a steal and get a layup, and just change the whole game. Mikasa Robinson can come off the bench for Louisville and change the entire game in just five minutes. But you'll look at the stat sheet and they'll say four points, two assists three steals and you won't be like oh that was that was a pretty good game no she changed the entire landscape of the game but you didn't watch the game so you didn't know 
that's how college, that's how quickly college basketball can just switch. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And it's gonna, it's, it's gonna it's gonna show in the March Madness. You're gonna see like players that aren't necessarily known gonna make big shots, and you're gonna be like, oh shit, that's a big shot right there. And it could be in the second quarter. It don't necessarily gotta be in the fourth quarter. It could be in the second quarter. Like, oh, this team's about to go on a run. They're on a nine zero run. Somebody hits a three. All right, that run is done. Now we're playing the game again. But if you let the, if you miss that three and they come down and hit another one, it's a twelve zero run. You're down six now. It's I don't know, man. It's just crazy how like how basketball works and how runs and momentum and just like how big one moment can be, no matter how small you may look at it as being, how big any given moment in a game could be. It's just crazy to me. No facts. I definitely agree, man. Um, I mean, you can just say that for basketball in general, man. I mean, any yeah. level, um, big moments, just or just certain players like. No, the term glue guys, like guys that just do whatever to change, to make things easier for the team or just make things better for the team, put the team in better positions to win. Yeah. And in college, there's a lot of glue guys, you know? Mm-hmm. You see it more at the college level than you do at the NBA level. I mean, uh guess you, you can see, see it at the guys. NBA, but it's not as yeah. present because more times the stars are getting more but see, the thing is, People don't really watch NBA the way they watch college, high school, like, more casuals watch the NBA than anything else. They don't watch college the way. Like, if you're watching college, you're a hoop fan. If you're watching high school, you're definitely a hoop fan. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, even the WNBA, like, the NBA and the WNBA, like, they have so many players that are very integral. And you could tell, like, the best teams have those players that make those big, those plays that you, you barely see. Like, you can barely – you're not going to be able to see in a box score. Like, for the Aces, De'Arca Hamby was that player. For, yeah. For the when, – uh, when the Sky won, a stew, like, uh, Azaray, like, there was – last year was Rebecca Gardner. Like, yeah, you can see, like, oh, she scored on the, on the box score. But you can see so much other stuff that she was doing on the court that, like, you can't see everything on a, on a stat sheet. You can look at a game and be like, damn, she's changing the game. Or, damn, he's changing the game right now. Like, Draymond. Draymond's the same way. Like, when he when he first started playing, people That's were like, why, why is the he out there? That he does. Like, why is he out there? Because he's making plays defensively and offensively, and he's keeping everybody engaged while they're on the bench. It's just there's a lot of players that can't do it, that don't have that mental fortitude to be like, all right, I'm not the best player, so I'm just going to try to be good in my role so I can stay on the team. There's other players that are like, I'm going to be the greatest at my role. Nobody's going to be better than me at what I do, and I'm going to make sure I'm going to be a key piece to my team winning championships. And that's a, a guy like a Mikael Bridges, a guy like a Jay Crowder, a guy like a P.J. Tucker. Those type of players are the players that you need to win. Like a guy like Lamar Odom. Like Lamar Odom was a, was a skilled player, but there were oh. a lot of things that he did on the court for them Lakers teams that, oh, I didn't see that. Or Ron Artest. 2010 year, like, yeah, oh, well, he hit that three, and then he had that, that putback, but what about all the other shit that he was doing that the you wasn't paying attention minutes. to? Yeah. Yeah. So, you really just got to watch for certain players, like, okay, I see what they're doing. Like, like a Bree Bill, like, yeah, you can see what she does on the defensive end, but look at how much she does offensively, like, she's moving, she's staying in a, she's staying in a spot, so she's not 
decluttering the lane. She's not like, oh, let me go find a shot. She's not doing too much. You need players like that because you have a Zaya Cook that's trying to get hers, what she's supposed to do because she's the best ball handler and shot creator on the team. And then obviously you have the post players. You need that player out there that has no ego. Like, all right, when you need me to shoot it, I'll shoot it. But if it's not time for me to shoot, I'm going to find a better play. And that's what you need on teams. You need that. Every every great team needs that. Definitely, man, definitely. But, um, but yeah, college hoops. It's lit. Got a new number one in Alabama on the men's side. Um, they play Carolina next week. Gonna be interesting. Pull up. Oh, you said oh South Carolina. I'm taking like North Carolina. My I was like, oh, North Carolina not good. Kentucky fucking sucks, bro. All the blue bloods are trash this year, yo. This shit is crazy. We really suck this year, bro. Y'all like, suck. We like, suck. <laughs> like real life. No, like we're literally not making the tournament. Like we suck that bad. Oh yeah, y'all that bad. I mean, we're winning games, but y'all are that we bad. Fucking bro, I looked at the stats the other night, and I'm pretty sure Oscar she would have like nine points. I almost threw my fucking phone. <laughs> I almost and like I'm not. I'm not one to look at box scores and be like, all right, we fucking suck. <laughs> but Oscar she would have nine points and playing like thirty minutes. That's fucking ridiculous. And they still talking about him like, oh, now she played the year. No, I'm not hearing that shit. We not even in the damn tournament. Now she played the year. We gotta run. We gotta run the table. I haven't heard about Oscar. Tournament. I haven't heard about Oscar. She wasted well, like, coming back from injury. He's like, he's like in the, like the wooden award like list. He's still on the list. When they do like the Naismith Player of the Year and all that, he's still on the he list. Still put him on. The not list. saying. Not saying he's, he's like top three, one, but he's one, still in the top the five to ten. Yes, he's still in the top okay. five to ten of the list, <clears> and okay. that's still crazy to me because we're not even in the fucking tournament and we're Kentucky. Shit is crazy. Boy, we're about to be in the, the NIT for the second time for the second time in three years. We Boy, might not be in the, the NIT. NIT. <laughs> we so we were so bad a couple years ago that we didn't even make the NIT. I remember that. I was on you about that. I was I was on your head about that, bro. I remember. Bad for the NIT, and then we came back that next year, and it, we had Tyrese come back. Quickly came back. Um, I think PJ came back for another year. We had a good, solid squad that year, and then boom, COVID. Because quickly was defense player of the year, and Tyrese Maxey was hooping. I think COVID year was the year that Duke was like on a bubble or they were like that's the Cassius Stanley year when they mm-hmm. like wasn't really good and they yeah. probably wasn't gonna make the tournament for once. So I was like, oh yeah. And then COVID COVID saved Coach K. <laughs> yeah, we we we're we're buns this year. And it, it really yeah. sucks to to see like I love watching Kentucky play and I'm not one to be like, oh John Calipari is falling off but he's gotta change something. Something's gotta change. Like there's no way your assistant coaches had that big of an impact on your school, like on your program. Like I know, like oh, Kenny Payne was really close with the players, but there's he was that good with the players that now we missing the damn tournament two out of the last three years. <laughs> what are we like? Damn, he should have oh, been the head coach. Boy. What the fuck? Calipari ain't the one out there just recruiting, and then Kenny Payne the coach. And he got to change some shit. Like, he runs the same fucking sets. And I'm watching, I'm like, we've been doing this shit since John Wall was here. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. Brandon Knight come in. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. Tyler Eulis come in. Yeah, we're going to do that. 
fucking De'Aaron Fox come in. Yeah, we doing that still. Fucking Jamal Murray come in. Yeah, we doing that still. Switch that shit up. Jay come in. We still doing that shit. <laughs> like, he plays such a structured offense <laughs> that players don't even really get to create know what they can do. We didn't even know Devin Booker was like that because he was coming off the bench. Pin down. Devin Booker in college looked the same as Kevin Knox in college. Kevin Knox! <laughs> man. They had him running pin down in the corner. Not even three-pointer. Mid-range. <laughs> Mid-range. Like, they had him running baseline to baseline on fucking pin down. Devin Booker, man. He didn't score when he was in college, but all of a sudden he goes to the league and he averaged 19 right away. Stop playing with me, bro. Tyler, same way. He's trying to be Tyler. He's not him. Man. When I saw them get CJ Frederick, I was like, they going to try to turn him into fucking Tyler Hero because they built the same and they both can shoot. He is not him. <laughs> Him, bro. What a, like he brings in the same type of players, and then he's brought in some grad <laughs> transfers, and they can't play either. He was not. Like, I'm not saying he was trash, but if Buddy left Georgia, he gonna be good as fucking Kentucky. <laughs> oh yeah, Willard. That's gonna be our point guard. No, he's not. Eddie <laughs> getting the same point guards that play the same fucking way. John Wall, Shay, fucking De'Aaron Fox. All play the same way. Brandon Knight. Can't shoot, but can get to the rim. The only one that was different was Tyrese Maxey and Jamal Murray. The rest of our point guards ain't fucking shoot. Jamal can shoot, but they don't give him the ball. Yeah, the Savon Willie turn the ball over. God, get him out the game. <laughs> we gonna bring him off the bench now. It don't matter. We already out the tournament now. <laughs> Shit, crazy, bro. We really trash. What's we up really with Jacob Toppin? I'll give him. I'll give you Jacob Toppin. Ah, he nice. I'll okay. I'll give you that. But he can't really create, but he nice. I'll give him that. He plays hard. Like, I don't know, man. Just some of our freshmen, like, they just not it, bro. They just not it. Like, you came to Kentucky to do this shit? Great, motherfucker. What are you doing? <laughs> Take that shit to Villanova. We don't want it. Take that shit to Kansas. Maybe Bill Self can figure some shit out. Because John Calipari show can't. <laughs> and shout out to Oscar, but why the fuck did he come back? <laughs> he came back to be worse, and now they're gonna be like, yeah, you still a second round pick. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just, like, come on, man. Man, man I'm done. Man, when I watch the game and I see Oscar. I'm done. <laughs>
Nah. Seriously though, man. Oh my god. Y'all don't even understand. Y'all don't even understand the frustration. Like y'all really don't. Like Kentucky is never bad. That's one team I can count on to never be bad. Now you can't be like, come on, bro, don't do this shit. Y'all gonna get me ranting all day. Me and Bryce just take turns ranting, I guess. Every time I see Oscar Sheway take a fucking jump shot, I know the game is over. I know the game is over. Because once he shoot one, I'm like, oh. Ain't no way he's shooting fucking jump shots. He shot a mid-range. I was like, oh, the game over, bro. Man, fucking shooting jump shots out here. Fuck no. Sheway don't That's do that shit. That's the signifier that the game is over. Oscar Sheway shooting. Yes. If you see that fucking jumper come back like this, game over. Game is over. We're cooked. If we were playing good, he wouldn't be shooting that shit. <laughs> tell me, if Ben Simmons shot a jump shot, you would feel comfortable with that shit? Hell no. Same shit. <laughs> she went shoot a jumper. I'm like, oh, fuck. This game is over. This game is over. He'd be doing that shit in the second half. I'd be fucking pissed. I'm like, that's a whole possession you just wasted, motherfucker. Shit crazy, man. He was great for us last year. He should have went to the draft, though. That's the thing in Kentucky. If I you, thought he would have. If you, you went to Kentucky, Kentucky is one and done you. If you win a player of the year at fucking North, at, at Kentucky, you fucking leave. You fucking leave. Like, the NIL was not giving what, what you thought you would get. It's just not. Especially when you play like this shit. They taking sponsorships back. Fuck no, give me that shit. <laughs> Take a sponsorship back. Give me that shit back, nigga. Yeah. There we go, Lou. When he was gone, I said, shit, we just take turns, Rand. Last last two podcasts has been you. I'm about to say, I read it. No, it's I, I, I let you get everything now, bro. I was like, clear. Oh, I, I sat on the bench. <laughs> I took myself out the game. I said, work. I said, cook. Because, see, man, I've been waiting, bro. I've been waiting. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give us a chance. I'm going to give us some time. And then I see we lose to some random ass team. Like, you only want to win. Fucking tournament. Yeah, after fucking twenty eighth. Like you want your season to be over. You don't wanna you don't want to play anymore. You don't want to win NIT. You don't want to win NIT. Like that shit anyway. You don't want to win NIT and win that shit. I'm 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 fucking we not we not keeping that shit. That shit out of here. We better bring in some Rob Rob. You better really be you better really be with the shit. Or I'm gonna have some if we fucking suck next year, <laughs> I'm rolling up on Calipari, bro. If we suck next year, I'm rolling up on Calipari. <laughs> he said, Rob. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, Rob Dillahan, that nigga's Instagram name is Rob with the shit, or Rob with the shifts, or whatever the fuck that shit is. He really, he better really be with the shit. If we suck again next year, I'm going to have some problems. 
I mean, y'all got a good squad. Y'all got like the best recruiting class coming in next year, right? What that mean? Got DJ Wagner coming in, right? What that mean? Season no more. I ain't seen shit. When the last time we won the championship? Twenty twelve. We ain't won a championship in eleven fucking years. Kentucky top recruit every fucking foe. Our team together in the NBA. Oh, y'all watched the chip. <laughs> They're sweeping through the whole playoffs. We had. Y'all had Cat, Book, Harrison Twins, Trey Lyles, Trey Lyles, Tyler Eulis, and y'all lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, bro. Frank Kaminsky, Sam Decker. (laughs) Y'all lost to Sam Decker, his crazy haircut. And what was bro named? Koenig? Bronson Koenig, or whatever the fuck his name was, 24. No, I don't remember. He, he was nice, but we... Oh, that shit made me mad, bro. All right. We had Jamal we um, Murray in them. We had Stay in them. We had Tyler Maxey in them. <laughs> Every year, we got new all-stars. New top five picks. Top lottery picks. We had Bam, Swipe and Malik Monk. Man! Victory. <coughs> I thought I saw he was working for ACC Network. No, I saw Joe Barry. That's what it was. Joe Barry's working at ACC Network. Joe Luke Barry May might be too. I fucked Joe Barry was Barry. nice. Alright. Um, moving Luke? on. Moving on while I got the chance. And uh, to wrap up the show. Um... So, yeah, like I said, went to New York, got to catch Nick Snatch. Hmm? Who? Lefty. Oh, Lefty. Oh, okay. I don't know. Your, your, your audio came through kind of weird. Yeah, but nah. Is a lefty. Got to go to Nick Snatch. Okay, Caroline. Uh, we got there, you know. Got there, got on my seats, you know, kind of missed a little bit of the first quarter, but we got there, you know, good timing. Um, Jalen Brunson put on a freaking masterclass. Like, like I said, bro had 40 points on 71% from the field, bro. I was, dog. Y'all got no defenders out there, bro. The line, I feel, I blame, listen, I blame this, I blame that loss on, on Jock Vaughn and the lineups, bro. Because some lineups he left out there too long, some lineups just wasn't working, lineups wasn't scoring. It's, it's a new lineup, like, though. How's he I supposed- mean, it is new lineups, he's, yes, I understand. He's he's yeah, tinkering. you gotta, and then he said that he was trying to work out different lineups with Ben, see how he fits in or whatever, or what works best with Ben Simmons on the court. Um, Seth and Joe Harris. Yeah, I mean, well, Seth was out, but Joe Harris yeah. played. Uh, do you got other guys that can shoot? You know, you got Mikael Bridges that can shoot three. You got Cam Johnson that can shoot three. Um, got Spencer Dip, Spencer Dinwiddie, bro. Man went eight for twenty one. Why say it like that? That's not even that bad. Cause it was like I don't know. After a while, like he was yes, he was playing good in the first half, and the game was tied up at half to my belief. Game was tied up or close, like two point difference, whatever. It was it was a close game at half, right? And Spencer had twenty. 
and then he, I don't know, it just, he just thought, he just tried to shoot himself back in the rhythm and kind of shot us out the game. That sounds like Spencer Dinwiddie, bro. Yeah, no, for sure. That sounds like Spencer I mean, Dinwiddie. hey, I forgot how it felt because it's been a couple of years of him being on my team. But... I was about to say that, literally, like, if I had the definition of Spencer Dinwiddie, he's either hot or he's trying to get hot. Yeah. <laughs> He no, he's like me for real. Say, oh, this next shot going in though. I normally make those. I normally make those. It's Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, yeah. He shoot a shot that. Oh, I normally yeah. make that. Yeah, man. Um, but no, nah, it was good to see the new Nets team in person for the first time. Uh, Mikael Bridges did his three point celebration, which is probably the hardest thing. The league right now. He I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised they haven't said nothing, because they was up. They was mad about fucking Jamal Murray with the damn. The West Matthew been doing they, that forever. They let, they let this nigga. Go. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it was hard. He did it. I did it. Like he. Like listen. He did it, and then it's like I feel like I was Chris Paul because I did it. Let me stop. <laughs> That's nasty. Let me stop. But he did it. I was like, yeah, let's go. And I was I wouldn't talk too much trash though. Um crowd was crazy though. You had um so yeah, crowd was really majority Nick fans, obviously. Then you had net fans. Now what are net fans looking like? They all had like a net's like letterman type jacket or whatever, like I and I had one on too, which is crazy. Like everybody had like different net nets letterman jacket looks. And I had mine on with my hat. Um, actually, was a Christmas gift for my girl. Shout out to my baby on that one. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, the crowd was crazy. So it was Knicks fans, Nets fans, Instagram models. That's that's literally what the crowd was comprised of. <laughs> Bro, you know, when you said that, I instantly thought of the RDC World video. Where everything that you like, you know, on Instagram, whenever people post it in the comments, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, that's instantly what I thought about when you said IG battle, because they just <laughs> no, had the yeah. game, they had the game, just wait for shit to happen so they can pop up on fucking Bleacher Report, fucking Instagram comments and shit. Just like, oh yeah, 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 we here. <laughs> No, facts. But um, no, there was some some levels at the game. Um, bro from you, he was there. Uh, Joe, from you, Who? you watch you. Who? Penn Bagley, from from you. Who? You don't watch you. You the sh- the show? Yes, yeah, show. Yeah, on Netflix. No, Shay Mitchell was on that though, right? She was first season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to, and then I heard that she, you know, something happened to her, so I was like, oh, never mind. Shout out to Mitchell. Shout out to Mitchell. Hey, yo. What's <laughs> up, uh, Who else? Um, Iggy Azalea was there. Um, Diplo was there. I don't know. Diplo was there with them big uh, red boots on. Uh, who else was there? Not the big uh, red boots on. Emily Radikowski. Ooh. Model, yeah, she was there. She's with Eric Andre, and they're dating now. That's which is, I was like, dang. That boy looked like a uh, old boy from Kim Possible. <laughs> Crazy. 
Um, but yeah, no, the game was fun, but I don't know. I mean, it was Brooklyn chance, you know. Everybody, like, at certain moments, like, Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn chance. And then, like, Nick fans try to, like, um, drown it out with booze. But I was like, mm-mm, ain't working. And then, at, I don't know, Jalen Brunson just caught fire, bro. He was cooking anybody who was in front of him, man. What he did, Joe Harris was criminal, bro. I was like, dang, bro, this is crazy. Man, hit Joe Harris with the bang. I was like, no, Joe bit for it. He bit, he bit it. He bit on it. Got to the cup, lay. And then we're getting all the N1s. Uh, Josh Hart made his debut that night. He had like 20. Knicks, Knicks cut the nets, bro. I ain't going to lie, bro. They, they cooked up. Ben Simmons rode a Peloton. Ben, ben Simmons was doing a Peloton workout for like three quarters. Yeah. I did not see him play in the second quarter or the third quarter. He came back in the fourth quarter. But he was riding that Peloton for quarters two and three. Yeah, man. Be Everybody fun. was like, yo, people like, yo, Ben, nice bike. <laughs> Bro, it, you know it's bad when both when both teams are saying that you suck. Yeah, I need to leave that man alone. Bro, hey, like the guy sitting next to me was like, "Yo, Bissman sucks, man." I'm just like, "Yo, facts." <laughs> Y'all are terrible, bro. But yeah, no, man. That was my second time at MSG. First time for a Knicks game. I'm definitely definitely want to go back. Uh, that atmosphere is crazy. It was a sold out game. Uh, I don't know. It just, it was wow. I don't know. It just, Different, just something about the garden, you know. I don't, I don't know. The first time Different. I was there, it was just like, dang, I'm in the garden. This is crazy, you know. And then second time I was there, it was game like, right though? huh? St. John's game though, right? St. John's, yeah. St. John's yeah, gets uh, Georgetown. Yeah, see, New York Knicks is different though. Like, I yeah, know Knicks like, is different. You say a lot of shit about the Knicks, but no, they showed up for that game, bro. They showed up for that game. And I feel like a lot of people had tickets for that game knowing, well, not knowing, had tickets for the game before trades went down. So that's probably why I was sold out. Because I, I doubt a game with the Nets, with this team, is selling out. They had trouble selling tickets before. I'm just, I'm just calling Spade a Spade. But, um. Spade, Spade. All right, Anthony Ellis. <laughs> I know you know that video. That Maybe. video's on Twitter know. like every two weeks when they talk about who gave him 40 and it's like, oh, Cam Reddish gave you, he gave me 40. She, he gave us 50. Well, he didn't give me 50. He gave who he was guarding 50. Yeah. You seen that video? He's like, call probably, yeah, probably, yeah. Call probably, yeah. He's giving it, he gave everybody, Cam Reddish nice in high school. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody be like, free Cam Reddish because they be, they be. Circulating that video around Twitter every every two weeks. Yeah, no, but uh, I had a good time. I had a good time on my trip. Had a good time of the game. Uh, what else was there? Who else is there? Um, yeah, so that game. I'm trying to think of what else or who else. What what happened at the game? Nothing really happened at the game. It was no tension between players. I mean, I was walking to my seat and a Nick fan was like. And I was like, right back. <laughs> you're, you're petty. 
I had to, man. Yeah, and, but no, to. I would just like, I don't know. Seeing your team lose in person, though, that hurts a little more. Like, you just like, dang, bro. Now you got to leave. You're not really happy about being in the game no more. I'm just like, like bro, literally anytime, like, Jalen, like, when he was, when he hit the 30, whatever, and he's just scoring what I'm just like, <sighs> my girl looking at me like, damn, you all right? You okay, baby? Bro. I was like, I was like no, I'm not. But, yeah. But, now what up, bro? This ain't this ain't uh, basketball related. Did you see uh, what happened on All American? I I'm not caught up. I haven't watched All American in two years. I haven't watched it since they did that bullshit and they kept they kept doing the the off again on again with Spencer and Olivia. So I got time for that shit. I ain't so, see last thing I, I saw was Coop get shot and then I've seen that Coop is alive. Bruh, somebody died last episode. Who who do you think it was? No. Oh God, they did. Who do you think it was? Was it Jordan? No, it can't be Spencer. Hell no, nah, it wasn't Spencer. Well, Asher. Nah. That's what it should have been. JJ? Nah. That's who it should have been. <laughs> that's who it should have been. Um, Olivia. No. God thought I saw something about this earlier. They killed Coach Baker? Yeah. No. What Billy Baker do? Because I'm not caught up, but they was on a bus. They like they they crashed. He got off, or like they all got out safe. He helped them get off, and they was like, all right. He like called his family. Yeah, I'm good. So everybody's like, oh, it's good. So Spencer, like him and Spencer, been beefing apparently. So he was listening to the voicemail of Billy, and while he's listening to it, his mom and Jordan come in to tell them that he died. So I'm assuming he got like clipped by a car on the side of the highway. Oh no 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 no! I read it. 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 So they were off. They were hanging off a cliff. Fast and Furious type shit, right? Hanging off a cliff. He got this show's so damn dramatic. So dramatic. He got the kids off, right? One off. Went to go save the other kid. Got him off, and then he died. They didn't show it because you know it's, that would be crazy to show. They didn't show it. So. The way they found out was, oh, he said, oh, we're good. Like, everything's, like, he's, they're all good. They're about to, like, the people are coming to help him out. And then the next thing you know, Jordan and Spencer's mom are coming in. He tells Laura. He drops the phone, goes to, like, Olivia. They start hugging each other. And then Jordan's like, he's gone. My dad is gone. And it's like, oh, shit. Because I, I was scrolling through Twitter at 5 in the morning, and it was like, Spoiler alert, Redacted died in the most recent episode. I said, what the fuck? So I was like, all right, well, last week I saw something about JJ having, like, alcohol problems. So I thought it was him. Nah, they killed off Billy Baker. I said, damn. They might as well not even do a new season. They already got renewed. What happened to All-American of the the, the spinoff? Homecoming. It comes out right after. He's like, bro, I can't watch this shit after what I just saw. Man. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy and then watching another show after that shit. Because Grey's Anatomy, every week, is somebody dying or something. About to say that they kill off half the original cast. It's not even Grey's Literally, Anatomy no more. They didn't kill their, um, everybody but old girl. It's 
like dead for like three seasons and then woke back up and then all of a sudden they just running shit back like it was normal. She was in a coma for a full season. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at that big dog. I didn't watch but... it, but every episode she was seeing people from her past. <clears throat> and I saw I saw a commercial where she saw an old dude that was like uh like I think his name was I don't remember what the fuck his name was, but um they used to call him McDreamy or whatever. And I mm-hmm. saw like the commercial because I was watching the show that on ABC that came on before that, and they were showing that shit. And I was like, I was like, ain't she dead? And they was like, no, nah, she in a coma for the whole season. I was like, damn. And she like woke up, she wasn't supposed to do, and then got like more sick, and it was about to die again. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? I said, I can't watch this shit. Though. But nah, yeah, I just thought you want to know that because. I'm that's crazy. And I know you. Yeah, I've been. I've not been paying attention to all American. I just want to see. Like, like I, I yeah. watched part of. I watched part of the last season they put on Netflix, and then I'm like, Yo, why am I still watching this? And just haven't returned. I mean, I want to, but I'm, I'm one of those people that gets heavily invested in like, like the story, the main storyline. And for me, yeah. that was Spencer and Olivia. They got together yeah. and they broke them up, and I was like, Fuck that! I ain't got time. Yeah, I ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it was like, oh, she told him how she felt, so they was about to get back together, and now Billy died. Like, oh, they ain't never getting back together now. What the fuck? No, they going to. That's all. That's gonna be the whole point of uh, the that's next stupid. season. That's he going he, he, listen. He gonna be there for her, and, and lead on her, or whatever. I don't know, bro. But they gonna put them back that's together, true. like they normally, like they always do. Like they, like, like, like. They always put the couple that needs to get together, like, like, like friends. How remember how Ross and Rachel went back and forth forever until the end, and they made it so dramatic that they they got together at the end, even after having the kid together. You didn't. If you didn't finish Friends, yet. bro, who hasn't watched Friends by now, bro? I'm sorry, my girl. We we haven't finished yet. I'm sorry, Jordan. But she she not listening to the show. So we okay, yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert! Spoiler alert! Anyways, uh, we got All Star Weekend coming up. This weekend, um, I ain't gonna lie. I look like it might be a little mid. Stop. <laughs> uh, give him a chance. Give him a chance. Dog, it's in Utah. Okay, yeah, that's right. The IG baddies really going out to Utah? You want to talk about the IG baddies, man? Dog, they getting fluid out. Are they getting fluid out to Utah is the question, though. Utah, yeah. you want to spend a weekend in Utah in February. They don't need to be getting fluid out anyway. Fuck them. Utah. Utah, Utah. IG baddies getting flown out to Utah. Nah, I, I'm mad what they doing with Carl Malone. Though. That's some bullshit. Carl, all right, well, what other choice would they have? John Stockton. That's an anti-vaxxer and Republican? Carl Malone? You got the, 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 um, the diabolical Carl Malone for obvious reasons, and then you got the anti-vaxxer, which we've known. I'd much rather. We, they could have picked Darren Williams. They got Rhea out of anything. You right. For John but they tried to. They tried to. You're 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 really putting John Stockton. Who's gonna get a vaccine? That's some stupid shit. To Carl Malone and the nasty shit that he does. Listen, man. Um, that's like saying they should have had Darren. They 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 could have had Darren Williams or Carlos Boozer. For him. Yeah. We fucking with him. <laughs> he right there. Yeah. Hey, D Wade. 
Anyways, bro, uh, what else was there in terms of All-Star? Uh, dunk contest, well, I don't know. I know the dunk contest is going to be, I want to say Sharp. nobodies. Shane Sharp winning. Don't say nobodies. He's in it? I'm pretty sure, right? No, I didn't see him in it. Shane Sharp I saw, I saw Matt McClung. I saw, who else I see? Is Matt McClung, Deuce McBride, or one of them Deuce m- McBride? rookies? Fucking Deuce McBride, that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, nah, 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 nah. Nah, who nah, else? Nah. Who's in the dunk contest, bro? Let's see. It is not Deuce McBride, bro. It is not Deuce McBride. There's no way. There is no fucking way. Jericho Sims, that's who. I'm, I'm tripping. Ew. So KJ Martin, Trey Murphy the third, Matt McClellan, Jericho Trey Sims. Trey Murphy in the wrong one. He's supposed to be in the I got, I got KJ Martin. I got KJ Martin. I got Mac. Okay. Give him a little heads up. I mean, Mac and Dunk, why for is, sure. Why is Jamal Crawford a judge and we ain't never seen that nigga dunk? <laughs> <coughs> no, he should have. Listen, I'm, I'm, in, the, I'm in a minority to think that he should have been in an All-Star game like a long time ago. Or just like one. He would have been perfect for an All-Star game. Uh, Three-point contest. Skills you got challenge. Shit crazy. Skills I, I, they they took the guards out of it, bro. Like they got. God, who wants to see Walker Kessler at All Star Weekend, bro? Respectfully, who wants to see? Them. Who wants to see Walker Kessler at All Star Weekend? Respectfully, respectfully. Nah, I don't. I don't. I'm turning the channel. Matter of fact, this should be this should be the That's first cool. thing. Fucking hoop. Stop. Duh, I don't want to see. I don't want to see the Nasses uh, uh, Kupo. In the skill challenge, bro. I'll give you that one. Jabari Smith Jr., yeah. Jaden Ivey, yeah. Paolo, yeah. But Walker Kessler, yeah. I'm not trying to see Walker Kessler, Yes, dog. we are. Yes, we are. Yes, Ain't we. You in the minority on that. You is you, yourself, and you. You right? in the minority on that. I promise you that. Okay. Uh, Three-point contest might be might be lit, though. You got uh, you got Tyrese Halliburton, Dame, Hero, uh, Laurie Markkinen, Buddy Hill, Anthony Simons, Kevin Herter, and Jason Tatum. Tyler winning. I got Kevin Herter. Tyler winning. Like the bean. Not Kevin. Kevin. Kevin's been uh in the slump last month or so. Give me, give me Tyler. Well, if that's the case, Tyler should, give me, give Tyler me, give me buddy the, buckets. Give me Tyler, buddy buckets. Tyler should been in the Sunday game. If we're being real. Give me buddy buckets. Well, Tyler I guess. Oh, okay. So I guess, I guess, Shade on Sharp dropped out. Okay, because he was definitely yeah, in it before. Yeah, because it says that he's in it. I, I see a tweet saying that he's in it, and then the official tweet saying that Jericho Sims is in it. Because they actually honored Jericho Sims at the game and Julius Randle as all-star participants. And uh, Quentin Grimes, I think, too, because he's in the Rising Stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, that yeah. shit ugly, though. But, yeah, and then you got the game on Saturday, on Sunday. They're picking right before that, the game. so That's tough. That's tough. I, I like ain't really it. a big preview on that, but we'll come with the review on Tuesday. Yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Lady Headband Podcast show. I'm your co-host Bryce Warner. Signing I'm out. Three McDowell signing out. Tank, tank, I'll say tank. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. Subscribe. Rate us. Five stars. All that good stuff. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Kentucky fucking sucks. Let them know that too. <laughs> All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all.